Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Niger's Geeking Out, Geeking Out on Comics with Cakes, Tunde and Dakbor. Cakes, how's it going, man? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Uh, hello, everyone. We are back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed we are. Tunde, how's it going in the world of the Snyderverse? We're just keeping quiet for this week, letting Mars have their phone. Yes, Let them indeed. enjoy the spotlight. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you're definitely keeping quiet because something has happened within your verse that we're going to rave you about in this particular issue. <laughs> and um, there is also myself. I am Wally. Um, nice to meet you guys. And our esteemed host, Dakbo. Take it away. Hello, everybody, and thanks for coming for another week of Comic Goodies. Right, so this week, I think we're going to start with a, a new comic that's just come out. Um, it's called Sword. Uh, it's, a, it's a number one, so you guys can jump on board. It's, it's, I'm, I'm gonna we just... have to talk about Sword first. Should, shouldn't we just make Tunde feel really bad about that Wonder Woman trailer? <laughs> you know what, I think, we I, think we should a, I think we should just do a quick 30 seconds of silence for Wonder Woman, but let's start by I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice to these things. Because you always call me the DC hater. I'm doing, I, I, and now you guys are trying to get, talk about the, this Wonder Woman trailer. It wasn't a good trailer. T- today. <laughs> I've actually not seen the trailer yet, so I can't comment on that. But what? I know th- what kind of DC fan are you? What kind of sniper? <laughs> I'm, saving, I'm saving huh? the trailers for the movies, please. It's purely <laughs> for the movies. No, and I'm sure not... it's going to be fantastic in the movies. Yeah, so you've, you've been exposed. You've been exposed <laughs> for the fraud that you are. You're not a true Snyder fan. Otherwise, you'd be, you'd be salivating over every little bit. That's You know what's happened? He's actually seen it, and he doesn't want to have to join us. He's <laughs> <laughs> speaking truth. It's the truth. Oh, that's no, what's since, actually happened. No, since you guys talked about the trailers, I made sure I'm, I wasn't going to watch it until I saw the full movie. So, no. I'm not watching that trailer. That's right. That, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know what? I, I was I was I was in the same boat, but I was uh, watching a program where Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot was uh, interviewed. So they did a brief snippet of it, and it it didn't look good. But I'm still I'm still hyped for the movie. I'll be honest. I, I'm still really hyped. I really but, like her Wonder Woman. Really, really, really. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know what? You know one thing, Cakes. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that Wonder Woman movie it blew me away when it came out. I think good. I I hyped it to myself. I uh, I think I saw it before <laughs> the hype, and I was, as far as I was concerned, the, the, the hype that came afterwards lived up to the movie. I loved well, it so much. Fell like, in like complete it. and total love with Gal Gadot. I, th- I thought, I thought that she had become Wonder Woman. I think I even ra- I wrote one long editorial. I think I remember reading that. Yeah, you wrote one long. I think I remember reading that. Exactly. You were obsessed with her for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, put some, I put some flowery words there. Like, <laughs> yeah, Wonder Woman used to be my own thing, but now she's be everybody's thing blah 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 so you know me i'm the i'm the standard gaga dot fan and when i saw this trailer i felt fear <laughs> let me put yeah. it to all of you that that movie yes. is going to be the best movie that is coming out this year so please i, I agree with you wait wait exactly I, absolutely. Now, can I we move agree. On? today how, how hard is that 
I agree. Uh, no, no, no. It, Let's that, give it that to him. Doesn't matter, please. Excuse me. <laughs> I've watched four films. I've watched four films this year, and none of them score above four over ten. So <laughs> I, I, I expect Wonder Woman to be the best film I've watched this year as well. You know, but I'm with Wally. I like the first one. I'm looking forward to this. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I don't. I don't let any trailer put me off. Hopefully. Yeah, don't, don't watch the trailer. Well, I'm the trailer might it. help you because I noticed something. When I saw the trailer, I was so, oh my God, that when I saw it again, um, when Cakes scammed me into watching it by, <laughs> by telling me to watch uh, Graham Norton, it didn't seem so bad the second time around. And I noticed oh, okay. that he, after seeing it, seeing it after all the sort of like negativity, it's it didn't he didn't have the same yeah, as you know he didn't okay. recoil in oh, horror at it because just it was one question extremely yeah, bad. so it. i'm thinking maybe maybe it might it might um it might lower it my just might pull it off yeah, yeah sorry so, today you were gonna ask just one last question before we move on yep yeah is it as bad as the mustache is it as bad as what Oh no, no, no. It's not a tech. It's not. It's it's it's. How can I put it? You see, the mustache was someone trying really hard to fix a problem. (laughs) This is someone trying really hard to put a problem (laughs) in film. That is, it looks like the things that are wrong with it look like they were done intentionally. That's what makes it so terrifying. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not going to go further than that. I didn't realize he said the mustache. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Right, guys. Back to right, com- let's jump into comics. Back to comics, because right. Um, what was I talking about? Sword. Sword, yeah, yeah. sword. Yes. So sword. new book. Sword. Right this week, called Sword. It's um by Al Airwing, who I have a lot of time for. It's number one, and the cat. One of the characters in it is one of the one of. One of uh, uh, am I exaggerating if I say she's one of the coolest characters in Marvel? You are not. Um, you, I, I, you are not. Well, if you remember a few weeks back, two episodes back, I think, Wale, when I was uh, comparing Waziri to Abigail Sword, yes, Ab- Abigail Brand. Yes. Well, yes. He yes, was yes, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I was specific. That's so weird, you know. And this was, yeah, she's an awesome character. That, that one, you're right. is interesting. Her. In fact, I so many her. things are coming, are coming, are sort of like uh, coming together now. <laughs> together, I know. <laughs> yeah, because. Um, Here's here's the thing, right? You know, that's one thing. Remember when I told you that I don't read a lot of Nigerian comics Mm -hmm. uh, because I don't want to subconsciously. Um, I just checked up Abigail Brand on Wikipedia now, and I I saw that she's created by Joss Whedon. And yeah, she's created by by Joss Whedon for Astonishing X-Men. And so many things just clicked because, I mean, Abigail Brandt, I don't even know what her powers are. All I know is that every time I see her in a comic, I'm like, wow, she's so cool. And I don't know why. (laughs) Exactly. So there must be something something inside that, that, that sort of makes part of her go into Jade. Yeah. Because uh, I I know that most of my female characters come from a long, from like years of watching Joss Whedon's stuff and idolizing him. <laughs> so I'm very, I'm sure there's something there. I, if I I'm sure if I go talk to a therapist, they'll figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, yeah, you were saying sword. That, well, is she is she a mutant? She mm-hmm. is. Yes, she is. Yes, she What's, is. What are her powers? Well, very, very undefined in my mind. Yes. So, so, um, and 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 here, here, it, it's it's not it's not clearly defined. Abigail Brand's powers are not, yeah. but she has like energy manipulation powers. I think she can control heat or something or plasma energy, and she can speak just about every 
intergalactic language. language so she speaks yeah. to Lockheed, she speaks to other aliens, uh, and it's um and I think she got her green hair from her father or something. So her father is it's weird. It's weird. She's 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 uh she's an Amanda Waller type. We don't know everything there is to know about her. She's very not a something and stop me if I'm getting this wrong. For a long time she denied being immutants. She did. Yes, yeah, so yeah, it was never clear. Yeah. yeah, it was never clear whether or not she was, but she is a mutant. Yeah. And even now, she doesn't ally herself so strongly with Krakoa. It's right. more, look. So, so let's just get into this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I, I, I'm going to put my cut on the table here. Okay, okay. I, I, I am the resident you said hater. human hater. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll be called a, a racist, anti-mutant. Like, Guy Rick. I'll be called, yeah, a member of the Friends of Humanity. No, so my, my beef with mutants is not mutants generally. I, I've got a beef with the mutants um, leadership. And I've always felt that they're more akin to terrorists. And, and, and I, I think Professor Xavier is, a, is, a, is a, somebody who traffics in child soldiers. He's <laughs> <laughs> somebody who uses... Taco, oh. are you sure you're the Marvel fan here? I am. <laughs> he's not, but you, know, you have to call it spade a spade. Okay. Okay. There's, there's, there's what people say, and there's what they do. And in the end, I always what I look at what you actually do. You know, you could be, you, you could be spouting all these fancy words, but all you're doing is training people to kill people. You're, you're, you're bending people's minds. And in the recent comics, now, now that the mutants have got their own nation, it's become, it's become more blatant how these leaders are basically they, they, to me. They're not that far off from Hitler. Okay, so 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 hold up, hold up for a second, Dr. Yep. So um, recently, and this is within the last um, roughly one and a half years, yes. we've got a sort of reboot of the X-Men. And the truth is that if you're someone who's really been a fan of the X-Men for a long time, yep. one problem that you'll have with Hickman's current vision of the X-Men is that it doesn't feel like X-Men. It's it's it feels like it feels like someone had that idea that you have that is took that reading of the mutants as these sort of like terrorists and all that and decided to actually because there's something i was going to talk about while talking about sword reading sword it sort of struck me how all the the, the villains and everyone are just they, they're all just sort of like mingling together now yep. and yeah. their personalities are just completely gone i yeah. mean it's like wolverine's just kind of walking around and everyone's just yeah. like oh yeah magneto sorry magneto is just walking around mm-hmm. and i was like oh magneto you're the great magneto you're this yeah. you're that they're all chummy and magneto's like oh you're a mutant so i love you you're yeah. a mutant so you're great yeah. you're cool and then what's his name um fabian cortez, cortez. one of cortez. the worst yeah. villains i agree the x-men is just He's kind strong. of He's like, yeah, he's just kind of just chilling, you yeah. know. He's just like shooting the shit yeah. with Abigail Brand, yeah. you know, in <laughs> with Magneto. <laughs> like, what is this? So they've all just become like these racist caricatures. It's like, oh, we've right. all just embraced right. our racism. So this is a pet theory I've had since the House of X started, that there's actually something going on with the entire X-Men and everybody ever since this series started. And it's something Ikman is doing intentionally. That to, at the end of the day, he was going to reveal a secret that most of what we are seeing either being manipulated or something, or maybe when they die, they come back changed in some way or so. Because the way they act since they've started this entire new run, it's been different. When you see characters that die and, and resurrect back, there's a bit of difference in the way they behave. 
take for instance Storm. She's now a demagogue, a pastor preaching on stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. their behaviors have been a bit yes. weird since they right. came back. Wait, can, 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 I, can I just can I just stop everybody? All of you. He's happy. <laughs> right. Don't get me wrong. I do agree. A lot of okay. the personalities of, of some of the mutants have changed. Yes. And I actually agree with Tunde that I believe this is something to do with what Savior has done to them. Totally agree. But I've been banging on about these mutants. And when I say these mutants, I'm talking about, about Savior and about Magneto. <laughs> I've been banging on about it for years before this run. I think what we're seeing now, especially, um, sorry, what's that lady's name? Myra McTaggart. Oh, Myra, yeah. Finally yeah, come out yeah. to them and said, listen, this is what's going on. And this is what you need to do. You, to me, Savior is now being laid bare. I've never believed him to be a hero. And I'm happy that now the whole world is in for him. And in the end, people like Storm, I will accept that Savior's been playing with their minds. He, he, okay. he did the first time he's done it. No, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't yeah. be at it all. Be, yeah. and, and coming back to this book, one thing I like about this book was Abigail's brands, uh, her stance that, listen, I do not work for Krakwa. You can work with me to help me know what I represent. See, your island is too small for me. I'm not even dealing with planets. I'm dealing with solar systems now. I, I, I like that. Yeah, having that said, cool. Having yeah, said you know that... One thing, you know, one thing I just oh, cool. thought of about uh, Abigail, yeah. it looks like she's actually... Uh, someone actually put her there as an example of the sort of, like, self-hating, cooning mutant. No, no, yeah. no, no, she's not. no, no. Apparently, no, for a long no. time, she pretended that her powers came from her alien side. Yes. No, not it, her it, human it, side, because she wanted yes. to blend with the human. No, no, because no, it was, it was she less... did not want to be caught in mutant politics. She's, yeah. always, she's always stood above everything. Yeah, it was, it was less... Yeah. If you self-hating and more, she, nah, she I, doesn't I, want to be mutant. She wants. No, to no, be she knows she, she was no. mutant. No. If once you say you're mutant, one, you might not get a position. And you, you get and, put in a box, right? Yeah, so automatically, you get put in a box. And so you are going to work for X Factor, exactly. Be a liaison Tunde, or something. Tunde knows what but, I'm no, saying. But, that's but, what he's but, saying. No, but, but, from self hating, she it's knows. Different from self hating. Again, it's not self hating. Self hate. Even where she came from, Alpha Flight, she resigned. Because of not yeah. because of the because the same problem was happening. Yeah, they treated Alpha Fright like this, and they were being excluded from stuff. He said, "No, I can't work like this. I need to be in charge. I need to know everything. I need to be the boss of everything." He was exactly. It was yeah. really she does, bad. She doesn't want any of your. She doesn't want any of you guys mutant wahala. Yeah, she no. doesn't want your. No, it's it's me, less me like no mutant. She will work with you. Don't be mutant there. Be yourselves. Yeah. So she'll, she'll work with you as long as you know you don't try because she's a mutant. She doesn't want people like Magneto saying, oh, you're a mutant, you do what I tell you. Yeah. Savior comes up, you do what I tell you. No, no, no. She doesn't want any of that. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. So, so yeah. guys, I, I, I want to talk, I want to slightly defend the, the mutants. Uh-huh. And I completely agree that there has been a, sh- a shift, you know, an attitude shifting, just about all of them. Everyone is just, is, is kind of just a little too happy now. <laughs> and whilst it makes me happy that these guys that have been on the run for so long are happy, there is something to be said about finding a home or being given a home and being able to actually take a breath. Like I'm not being chased and then just take a sigh of relief. So I, I, I suspect there's an element of these guys can actually breathe easily now, you know, like what's his name? Scott knows that. Look, I'm not fighting when I'm fighting for mutant dumb. It's not just a race, but I have a home, a place, an Island. 
I, I, I don't know. I, I, I so okay. I understand that. Yeah, we all want to give them a, a pass. We want to see Xavier is messing with their minds. Dakwa wants to claim that his unfounded, <laughs> unfounded accusations of Xavier have been have been proven right, rather than Xavier being written wrongly. Yes, we understand. We understand that that's the case as well. But yeah, we we we'll see. I, I just okay. I just okay. I remember reading, getting to the end of a. Uh, um, House of X and Powers of X, yeah. and um, just going, this, this, this is not like that. There was one sequence that reminded me of the X Men, which was when they got into the Blackbird and they went into space. Um, that was in in, uh, in Dawn of X, yeah. and they, they got yeah. killed there. Yeah, the, the whole sequence was. That was amazing. I was like, oh, I remember this. Yeah, this is yeah. what I come to X Men to see. Yeah. You know, the X Men going out to, to solve the problem, yeah. and they just yeah. went and you know they all you know. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that. But anyway, I thought it was I, cool. I, I, yeah, well, okay, uh, but there's one more thing. Um, <laughs> who was blown away by Magneto's demonstration? Casual demonstration of his incredible power. Where? Just kind of strolling along, gesting with everyone, and casually and moving this world. Oh, you mean in sword? Entire, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Casually yeah, moving the entire space <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah. without even making any gestures with his hands <laughs> the, the, or anything. Demo, over demo as usual. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's weird because growing up, this is one of the issues I had with Magneto. I thought he was too powerful. I thought he was just. I thought he was too powerful for the X Men to even be able to, you know, to, to lay hands on. Because, but but okay, let let's let's talk about this comic. Yeah, yes, yes. Let's yes, talk yes. about this comic. So so um, um, so yeah. So so apparently, um, Sword the organization has been uh, reactivated this time as a mutant arm, and uh, a Sword. Uh, I know it's an acronym for something. A sentient world observation something something. I can't remember what it, what yeah, it is. Well, I think I think. And this is what one thing that confused me. The comic yeah. called Sword. Yeah. That that space station was Sword. It's called the Peak. The Peak. The Peak. peak. But yeah. she's no longer part of Sword. No, she's not. But the well, space station is. She's just renaming it. Is she just keeping the name, or what? What's what? I don't know what they do. With we're, keeping, we're, we're keeping. We're keeping the name. Commissioned. Sword yeah. was the commission. The space with station shield, was yeah? put out of this oh, thing. Oh, world. Yeah. So she is just. Reclaiming the space station and keeping the name while okay. the humans they have their own version of whatever is going on. Whatever they do, other flights, yeah. right? So that's other flights. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Other flights are so so sad. <laughs> yeah, man, they've just been like the red so sad, child of uh, oh my of, god of oh. the mutants all these years. But Marvel's attempts to create these international teams have always been terrible. Um, yeah. Does anyone? Yeah, it's like uh, in fact, not even just Marvel, DC as well. DC if anyone remembers Justice League International, the way that comic ended with the New Fifty Two reboot yeah, was just Atlas right now. Graceful. Um, but one thing I absolutely loved in this comic was the sort of plant technology hybrid makeover that the sword um satellite had that looks so cool let's get this let's get this so so while it's your point and and fantastic excellent so we abigail brand is leading uh the sword division right and she has like six lieutenants reporting to her yep yep yep. can we remember who they are i know gateway is among them cable manifold Cable runs security. Yes. Manifold mm-hmm. runs logistics. Manifold runs logistics. Frenzy diplomat. Frenzy is diplomatic. 
Oh yeah, frenzy. Yeah, Cargill. I've said I've got right. And uh, you got Wizkid is tech. Is that a new character? It, it, it must be. He's not new. He's been around, but he, he's, he's very obscure. Okay. 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 I, I haven't heard of him. But you know, yeah. that's a cool thing we see in the X books a lot of times. They've got such a huge backlog of characters that when they when they feel like creating a new character, I'm sure they have a source book somewhere that says, "Don't create a new character until you've looked through this long <laughs> list of backlogs, and if you can resurrect." And there's guy, almost always someone there. Yeah, exactly. Who they can, can pull. pull. And then they've got uh, Peeper. Is P- Peeper is analytics or something? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, observation slash anal- analysis. Yeah. That's yeah. four, right? Yeah, but there's there's about six of these captains yeah, so, reporting to Abigail now. Yeah, so so you got so you got Whiskid Tech. Yes, Tech. You got you got Manifold. You just mentioned him as logistics. Yes. You got Fabio Cortez. While they mentioned, oh god, medical plus energy. <laughs> uh, did I say frenzy? Did I mention frenzy? Yeah, you did. Frenzy okay. for diplomacy. And cable. Security. security. Did Frenzy always look like that, by the way? No, yeah. it's a new uh, Oshiko look. Yeah, that's basically. Yeah. she notice she's looks Red like uh, she's yeah. got her hair. She's yeah. got she's got like a mohawk now. Like she's um, the sides no, what, what are. What do you mean? Yeah, that for a long time. No, I don't think so. That one. I don't think the sides were gone. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe oh. we can maybe we can double check. Maybe we can double check. I used to love Frenzy ages ago, man. When she, she was one of the first buff, like you know, buff. Oh yeah, she was an acolyte. Yeah. She was an acolyte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She was an acolyte. Yeah. But yeah, so so this comic, so um, they report to Abigail. Abigail reports to the council, right? No, no, no. Let's very clear. She doesn't report to the she, council. Okay. She, she she advises the council. Okay, she advises but the council. Okay. She makes that clear that I don't report to you. Okay. <laughs> Which I think is going to be a plot point. I think okay. in, I think Magneto okay. doesn't agree with her in my mind. Okay. He's like, yeah, whatever you think. Because the whole team, everybody on that ship is, is mutant, I think. I think yeah. so. I, I don't think they, I don't, yeah, I, I, they wouldn't well, have any humans. From Pybuck, you know. Apart from who? Uh, Pybuck. Oh, yeah, the, the, uh, the, 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 the scroll. Yeah. yeah. So effectively, guys, uh, what we're saying is Magneto goes to the space station, uh, meets Abigail. Abigail has her crew there, and they are going on a mission. They're trying to retrieve something, which is never quite clear. And they use their powers in some really, really interesting ways, like, you know, augmenting and, and, and you know, uh, um, complementing and supplementing. It's brilliant. It's really, 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 really good. Uh, and this is what happens when, there is quote unquote peace within the within the mutant uh, kingdom where people are that don't typically work together and are working together. So uh, they they reach basically into the heart of the cosmos. It's really it's a really really cool sequence where you know armor is there and uh, Fabian Cortez is boosting powers and Risque is doing. Everything. I love it so much. I wish I could it's see really it awesome. on screen. I wish I could got like, the exactly got the voiceovers and like I could see. <laughs> And they reach into the heart of the cosmos and they bring something back. Guys, what did they bring back? Because I don't know what that is. Well, they were um, so profound about it. They had Dr. Yes, talk about it and everything. You know. today. <laughs> the warning from Victor Von Doom should give us it's an enough. idea. Yeah. He's telling them, you have stolen the fires from everyone to hold in your hands. Yeah, I've no done the same not. before, but <laughs> with one difference, I wore gloves. So, just that image alone, and we it's know Victor scary. Von Doom has been <laughs> and he's warning you guys to be careful. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like evil can evil be like, guys, slow down, slow down. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't, you can't, you can't make that jump. Wait, so wait, it's when, 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 when they did that, you know, you know, you know, you know me now. I just, I just, I just shaking my head. I said, this is... <laughs> <laughs> These people have got to freak. 
always passing, always going beyond what they should do, always overreaching. I mean, yeah, you're right. We don't know what it is. I just, I just had a feeling that it's not going to turn out. It's not going to end well. It's going to be horrible. It's, it's. I, I, I foresee this as being. You know, it's going to have far-reaching consequences. This is probably. I, I, I hope we're not seeing the end of Krakoa right now, but it's going to be big. And I. No. Okay. But wait. Then again, this is the same writer that his first issue with the Ultimate, he decided to solve Galactus as a problem. Yes, that's true. That's true. Fair point. Yeah. Can, can, can we can we comment on the great arts, please? The art is good. Yes, I, I just I thought, I, thought, I thought it was brilliant. Um, and Elwing, as a writer, obviously, he's he, he's one of my best favorite writers at the moment. Um, even though a lot of people don't like what he's doing currently on um, Hawk. No, it's not Hawk. He's writing another, another book. Oh no, sorry. Actually, you know what I just said? That's that's Aaron. Aaron's doing Avengers, not not him. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think the art was beautiful. I like the art a lot. Um, yeah. One thing also, and this is this goes again. I keep on banging on about this: the fact that these witches are now saying we 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 represent Earth. We we are now I represent Soul system. I'm like, hang a minute, <laughs> who appointed you guys? You know, already I just it's like winding me up again. Oh, don't don't get me going. But no, it's a good book. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, plus it's in space. Oh, one thing people were saying about, and and this, this is another thing I've always been thinking about. In Krakwa and anywhere where they got these gates and all this plant tech, yeah. how, do we, how do we know Krakwa is just not putting in some mutant weed in the air that's making them all act weird as well? I've always been thinking about it as well that you know it might actually be Krakwa it's himself. Entirely possible. We, we, we've all been blaming Savior. We've been blaming Xavier. Just make sure you make sure you're very <laughs> clear about that. You're blaming Xavier. <laughs> oh, oh, but. Xavier has been planning this nonsense before Krakow, so yeah. Yes, exactly. Xavier, I've had an issue with him for decades. And it's funny, because as I become a parent, and I've realised this, my attitude to heroes and shifted a bit. So when I was young, I'd be like, Spider-Man, yeah, he's great. Peter Parker, yeah, sticking out behind him. Like he's 16. Oh, yeah, Nick Fury is helping him out. Great, great. Now as a parent, I'm thinking, hang him, what? <laughs> My sixteen year old, you've got, you've got him going around fighting galactos. Are you nuts? <laughs> yeah. There's a bit of shift in my mentality towards uh, young mutants and young heroes and how they're treated by the so-called adults in, in comic books. That's yeah, fair. yeah, that's yeah. That that's fair enough. That's absolutely fair enough. <laughs> also, by the way, um, Brian Singer, maker of the X Men movies, yeah. Seems to share your views. Sentiment. Really? Exactly. And, me, and Matthew Vaughn as well, because the X-Men movies have generally had um, Xavier portrayed as some sort of narcissistic, self-centered villain. Uh, right, I wouldn't go so far as to say villain. If Phoenix, the, the last one, yes. well, not the last one, because New Mutants was the last one, I guess. Okay. Yeah, but he was pretty much a villain there. Yeah, but you see, okay. Can I just say something about that? And this is just a great example you just put up, Wally. What Savior did in that film, whichever guy is bang up order, is bang up order, is bang up order, it's what exactly what he did in the comics. No difference. But in the comics, maybe because we were younger, we were all on board with it. <laughs> that, that film did not make it any better or worse than what he did in the comics. He, the he is, has, in no. the comics, these yeah. particular actions were always seen as right. They were presented to us as this is the correct way to do Thank things. Thank you. Yes. 
And it's yeah. when we are older now, we now look back and see what they've done. And we now realize that, no, what these actions are actually terrible pe- actions. You can't have man beating up gangsters on the street. That's actually a terrible thing for the guys to be doing. I, I will, I will, I will, we'll take this offline and, and I will defend <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Charles so, Francis Xavier. Let's not let's take it offline. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's save it for some of the, of the future mutant books that we read. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we're all in agreement. Sword is an awesome book. Yeah, it is yeah, good. Yeah, very awesome. Great start. And since it's number one, you guys can just drop a board. Yeah, come along for the ride, and and I don't think it needs a lot of back back reading. Do you do you guys agree? I think nah, it's fine. No, yeah, it's just fine. jump in; it's good. I'm yeah. here with that to it, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, but you've been following the X books, so it's but but my my but to that most point, it's it's not it's not headache inducing. You know, it's yeah. not a DC book. You can like just pick it up. Hey, uh, where, where is that coming from? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can enjoy. I'm teasing. Today, I will deduct one point from. Um, <laughs> now, the next book, again, another winter book, uh, Marauders. Um, oh, yes. Um, okay, so let me go first here. Yeah, I didn't like it. 16. Go for it today. I didn't, I didn't like it. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. I didn't like it. Okay. Okay. Talk for one me. specific reasons. Yes. Yeah. So you have a villain, the Sebastian Show. Yes. Right? And you've defeated him. Yes. You don't defeat your enemy and leave him standing and still give him an opportunity to betray you later. It's stupid. When Shaw was going to deploy, was going to betray them, he made sure he did everything he could to kill Sadokat. He didn't say, Oh no, I'm going to leave you alive and you're going to serve me and we'll continue. It's the height of recklessness on these two ladies, and I was actually disappointed with them. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't like that picture at all. Okay, but did you like everything else leading up to it? And yeah, it was all fine. It was okay. Oh, it was all fine. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't praise it too much. You're but it was okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Wally, just in case you don't know, Kex, give Wally a, a lowdown of what happened and why, and why today's okay. not today's subject. So, Moroder's 16, Wally sees... Um, so, Shadow Cat. Um, Kitty Pride was murdered by Sebastian Shaw a few um, issues back, and but she's been resurrected. She's now back. She's you know she's put through the Kokora protocol. She's come back and she remembers who killed her. But the she- reason why Sebastian Shaw thought he could get away with this is because Kitty Pride's been having trouble passing through the Kokora gates. Yeah. Now that's been solved. Kitty's fine. She now knows how to phase in sync to you know get through the gates. She's been resurrected. She remembers. I don't think she remembers and- actually. Oh, she did. No, I think Storm told her. Um, no, no, no. I think she remembered because um, I think Emma Frost had told her earlier that, listen, we're going to solve it later, but right now we need to, you know, we need to fix what's going on. So there's Emma that... Frost got the memories from Lockheed. From Lockheed. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then right. gave her those memories. Yeah, so ah, she didn't particularly ah. remember. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Tunde. Thanks. But, yeah. okay, yeah. So she knew. So she now knows... Um, there's only two people on the council, on the uh, Kokoan council, who know that Sebastian Shaw killed Kitty Pride, and that is Emma Frost and um, and Kitty Pride herself. Um, they ha- have been watching this man that we are going to treat you <laughs> the way you deserve. And episode 16 or issue 16 of Marauders is where they have decided that they are going to finally deal with this smug, narcissistic, evil man. 
They go to his uh to his uh to his castle hideaway where he's um you know sipping ports by the fireside, you know, feeling like a, a colonialist, <laughs> a colonizer, and they wreck him. Yeah. Now remember that Sebastian Shaw has the mutant's ability to uh harness kinetic energy. So you punch him, blasts against him, you know, anything as long as you know there's kinetic energy there, he will harness it and get stronger. So the first thing they do after they punch him, which he's not expecting, is they shoot him with uh, some sort of uh, depowering uh, agent. Dampener. Dampener, yeah, yeah. Some sort of chemical dampener, which they shoot him with. And they proceed to knee him in the testicles and kick him on the floor. And while he's there, they are doing all kinds with his uh, whiskey collection and throwing it in fire. He's someone who can take punches, but when you take things to him, like, you know, his paintings, his art, his whiskey, he goes mad and he was losing his, he's, why I don't like this man is he's perpetually cool. Yeah. He's never phased, but this episode saw him raging and they, you know, they were sneaking punches in and kneeing him and then Storm comes in and gets hers in as well. And then Lockheed comes in and does his, it was beautiful. It was it was good seeing him get his comeuppance. Sinister, he's on his coming up soon. Sinister is coming up soon. So just watch the space. But it was a really good comic. Um, and in the end, unfortunately, like today said, it's really difficult to kill people in Krakoa now. Yeah. What That's they the could time. have, what they, they, they said what they could have done to him. They said, we will leave you on the queue for as long as we wish. As possible, we can leave yeah. you on the queue for the next 10 years that you will be <sighs> in that one dead state for the next 10 years. They could have done that. No, Instead, they let him come back. They, that was a threat. They couldn't do, you know why they couldn't do that? Yeah, he's on the council. He's on the council. Yeah. That's what protected it's, him. The questions would be too hard. much. Yeah. They would put, how would you delay a council member? I don't think so. I don't think you could. So, I think it, it's a, yeah, you're right. They did say that to him, and, but I just thought that was an empty threat. Yeah, but there was a legitimate threat of reporting him to the council. Yeah, yes. was, he begged them not to do that. Yeah, they said we could bring your matter towards the council and let the council decide your fate. Yes, he was true. one that begged them not to do that. Yeah, yeah. so the, yeah, the public outing is something they could have, they could have done. But I think what I think what it, uh, and it, it, and this is a Emma Frost movie, remind me what what she's done is now instead of having two votes on the council, they've got three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now he does what they what, what they tell yep. him. Yeah. So that so that's what I was going to say, um, Tunde, when you were when you were saying um, that um, there's a problem. Why didn't they kill him? First of all. Killing doesn't make any difference now that Not you can bring people back from yeah. the dead. That's another reason why I like the whole idea of them having resurrection, because death doesn't mean stakes in comics. It has, it never has, um, and the good guys always deciding not to kill. Um, is also while the bad guys kill any anyhow has always been in my opinion sort of reverse morals it's almost like the comics are teaching people that um, you have to kill your enemies otherwise you're stupid <laughs> because the villains the villains tend to stick around so I like the fact that that killing has just been taken out of the equation yeah um, and wh while I was going through that Marada's book I just I thought yeah they these are Emma Frost is a politician. That's the yeah. um, personality that Hickman gave her in the main books. Um, Kitty Pride is just random. Yeah, uh, and and yeah. and to be fair, Kitty has <laughs> has changed a little. So yeah. she's always been a little rebellious and 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 uh, um, 
you know, she, she's always wanted to do her own thing, but the tattoos, yeah, you know, she, I, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know odd. whether I get this, uh, this odd. Of shadow cat, yeah, it is yeah. kind of odd, it's kind of like a mighty spider, so I because uh, if you remember, something once yeah. shed their good girl persona, yeah, she's always been that tough Jewish girl, but now I'm like, this is, is, is congruent with who she, who I, I've always pictured her as, yeah, she's always she been died as she came back. Yeah, but even beyond that, you guys, you guys forget when they, when they used to do those episodes of fantasy. You you always forget what she always always ended up being. She always ended up being a pirate. Oh, Back in those days, it's always oh. like it, it was her Nightcrawler will always be the pirates. In the, oh, it was, okay, it was okay. always the case. So okay, in her, okay. it's like I'm a nice Jewish girl, but inside me, I'm I'm this really rebellious. Okay, okay, okay. Bad girl, not bad girl to the extreme. But you know, yeah. baddish. Yeah, yeah, baddish. <laughs> kind of girl. So I actually, for for in this Hickman thing, she's one of the ones I'm, I'm quite happy with her progression. Yeah, yeah. Few, I'm really happy with her progression. To be honest, the way you know, she's now got, she's now commanding a bit of respect. Yes, you know? yes, yes. We always see her constantly. See her as a younger mutants, but that was like that was like twenty decades. That's twenty years ago. Yeah, she's yeah. really now a senior true, member. True. <laughs> you know. So yeah, I, I this book I enjoyed the beatdown. To me, I I, 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 I was down. yeah. I love them plucking his eye out. I did yeah. I've never, <laughs> seen, I've never seen Shaw humbled so badly. And yeah, was, I liked it. And what humbled him? Not beating his whiskey. His, his whiskey. His, 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 his hundred-year-old um rum or whatever that gave him. Like, um, Could calm down? The, the Queen commissioned that. The Queen commissioned that in nineteen eighty. I like. <laughs> I was I was hoping she would even thrash the entire uh, uh yeah whatever like he's he's, he's vault of of yeah. alcohol but um yeah it was good seeing him humbled and I, and I can't wait for Sinister to get his as well because that is another person who yeah, that's coming that's lo- that's loading I can't what, what I can't wait for is for sure to get his back I'm waiting for that because he's definitely going to get his back he's going to betray them. Yeah, that's 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 who he is. That's who he is. He's he's going to betray them. But it was still good. And I hope it comes at a very painful moment for them. So they learn the lesson not to keep your enemies alive. (laughs) No, no, no. I I it was it was was a good comic. So so Warrior 16, please, please read. Yeah, very enjoyable, you know. Right. So we've done the we talk book. So I want I want to talk about this is a so last week or no, it's two weeks ago. Tunde, you recommended a book called "The Other Side of History" in DC. Yep, um, starring Black Lightning. So, uh, on your recommendation, I went to read it. Okay, and I don't like Black Lightning. I've never liked Black Lightning. <laughs> I, I think he's one of the worst characters DC has, and I very rarely enjoy any incarnation of him. I think I think the most the best I've tolerated was recently when he joined. Outsiders? Um, yeah, in the Outsiders, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, he was all right in the Outsiders. Yeah, kind of all right in there. Generally, I don't like him. This book, recommended by Tunde, awesome book. Really? Oh, really yep. well written. Um, it, 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 gave, it, gives, it gives us a viewpoint of Black Lightning when he's looking at all the other heroes and how he feels. And I, I, I totally bought into it. I loved it. And a lot, a lot of, and they kind of explain the way a lot of the chip he has on his on the soldier in it as well. The way he, <laughs> there's, a, there's a, I'm not going to spoil it so anybody wants to read it, but there's there's a there's a there's a kind of sequence of how he feels about John Stewart 
the lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that. <laughs> and it's terrible. Like he see, he sees just to as as a errand boy for for uh, really and, and a failure because he, he he a whole planet died on his watch. And it's really, it's really, and even the way he looks at Superman. <laughs> Okay, Black Lightning sounds no. like an asshole. He's an asshole. That was the funny part. But you see why he feels that way because it's totally from his viewpoint. The, the way, but it's the first time I've ever kind of jibed with him. Now, what, what, my, my, my feeling, Tunde, you, 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 you're better place to answer this question is this, in a way, is at odds with some of the past representations of him. I actually. I actually haven't read a lot of Black Lightning comics before. Okay. The ones I read, I usually avoided. They were usually okay, terrible yeah. and I avoided it. Okay. So, yeah. It might feel at odds with his representation before, but most of those viewpoints, we actually see it from his point of view. So, yeah. it might actually have been feeling this way. And it was just what we are seeing was the asshole that everybody knows him to be. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, anyway, it's very well written. Very, very well written. And another reason why I, I wanted to talk about this um, today is because the writer, John Ridley, I think his name was John Ridley, yes, John is Ridley. also the one going to be writing this new Batman. The Batman, exactly. With, um, is it Tim Fox? I can't, I can't. Tim Fox? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, why everybody was, as soon as everybody saw that cover for this new Batman, everybody was dismissing, oh, this is going to be rubbish. <laughs> the, moment, the moment I saw that guy's name as writer, I thought, oh, actually, I'm giving this a try. <laughs> you know? So that, that's why I wanted to go back to your recommendation. So thanks for that today. Um, what did you call it again? Sorry, just one more time for our people. It's, it's the comic's called The Other Side of DC's History. And it's got Black Lightning on the cover. I can, sh- I can share okay. with, with you the comic later, yeah? Okay, yeah, please. Yeah. Right. Now, is there anything... Now, for DC this week, because I always try to level with this thing. I mean, generally this week, I think, was not great comic-wise in, in great comic books. There were some good ones. There's a lot of mayor ones. And I struggled to find a this. And today, no this in here. We both, we both struggled. We both struggled on our front. Yeah. So DC was a struggle to find anything good this week. I read um, Endless Winter, the, the this week's installments of Endless Winter. Nothing much really went on in my view. A brief man. Um, so I don't know if anybody <laughs> has anything to say about any DC book they read this week. Um... You know, yeah, great. it was it was difficult this week because I, I I did want to give I did want to give DC a fair shout to be honest. I wanted to find some DC books, but some of the books that were that had been released had were like maybe issue twenty odd something. So I'd have to read back to catch up to where where it was. But I did read uh, Batman Black and White. Oh, oh you, you did? did? Actually, I, yeah. I I didn't read it, but I took a look at sure. it. It looks okay. interesting. It's okay, like, okay, it's okay. got some John H. Williams III I, I, stuff. I, I, it looks pretty I, cool. I, wait, I'm. <laughs> allow me to rephrase. Okay. <laughs> I uh, tried to read it. Oh man! Uh, wait, it's okay. So, is it you Everyone tried to excited. read it and you didn't have time? I tried to read it. You tried to read, it and it was so and bad you couldn't read it. My eyes started to hurt because ah, I see the art. First off, and it was okay. So it, it's it's it, the the first story was is drawn by the uh, gentleman who did a uh, um, whoever read Luther Strude here the uh, the 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 legacy of Luther Strude the that fantastic dynamic art absolutely amazing. He's great in Batman. It does not work at all. There is no panel discipline. There's nothing, 
everything is bleeding into everything else. So it feels like, just imagine reading three panels together on top of each other, layered. It was very, very difficult to read. Trad more. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. T-R-A-A-D or something. Trad more. Yes. yes. So I tried to read it, guys. I, I'm sorry I, I failed. Um, it's a collection of about three stories, and they're all in black and white. There's no color in it. So perhaps that made it even a bit more difficult, but I, I, I couldn't... Um, I really struggled. I couldn't read this book. I just took a look at it and it just sort of, it just brought back all this nostalgia for like, you know, the good old days of um, 2000 AD, um, (laughs) Sam Slade, Robo Hunter, all that stuff. I was like, wow, this looks so cool. There was all the shading. And then John H. Williams, the third, he had a bit there with that. His his art style, similar to what you just seem to describe, but it's the way he's always drawn, you know, it's the way he drew Promethea and, um, some of like the early Batwoman comics that were actually really bad, but I read yeah. because the art was so good and because I liked the way he, he does that artistic thing with his non-standard panel. So yeah, you've just kind of deflated all my excitement no, try, and I'm probably it, not it. going to it, read it, it now. Try it. it I, I found it difficult, but it, it might be good. So okay. from a DC point of view, I, I, I struggled, guys. Um, I couldn't find anything. Okay. Sometimes some weeks are like that. There's nothing we can do I know. <laughs> about that. And right, I think we should just go straight into this week's recommends. We've, we've actually managed to talk quite a long time for a week that's short on quality. On the mutants. Um, so who um, Wale, let's go with you. You got any recommends for anybody this for this week? Um sadly, sadly, um, I don't think I can recommend either of the books that I read unless you're interested in taking uh, a trip down memory lane to the 90s, then you can read Wonder Woman Agents of Peace 20 and enjoy the misshapen proportions that the artists <laughs> use, trying to tap into the spirits of Rob Liefeld and um, old school Diodato. Oh God, Rob. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so, but yeah, if you like those proportions, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> women with legs that are like two times. That's not the other so. Then the, the other one was uh, Captain Marvel um, issue two. Um, which, well, it was a rather middling story. If you didn't like the whole all-woman team up in Avengers Endgame, you might not like it too much. But if you like it, maybe you might stick to the end and um, enjoy the treat of watching Luke Cage beat the living daylights out of uh, Captain Marvel. If you don't like her, then maybe you want to pick up. Oh, wow. Luke Cage beat Captain... Okay, this is interesting. Oh yeah, you're interested now, aren't you? No, no, no. I want to see how how is that possible? That I will not tell you. It is a spoiler. Go and read. Okay, I will do that. Okay, and that is it for me. Okay. 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 Um, Um, so for me, that well, this week I will recommend to our fans. I will recommend you read Strange Academy. Strange Academy is good. So, um, yeah. So if you if you like Harry Potter. You're, you're bound to like Strange Academy. <laughs> um, or if you're if you if you don't like maybe if you're not into so much into um into movies, if you if you ever liked the Generation X, do you remember in the nineties with uh Scott Lobdell and um Chris Piccolo? Yes. The art by Chris Piccolo and written by Scott Lobdell. So if you were ever into those comics of, you know, high schoolers, um 
you know, gangly high schoolers trying to find their feet and, you know, going to class. And, you know, it's it's really awesome. I, I really, really enjoy it. So it's only up to issue six now. So you can jump on it. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's basically about uh, um, the, the kids, magician kids who are, who are, you know, um, well, I don't want to say recruited, but enrolled into the Strange Academy. And you've got uh, the teachers there like, uh, well, Dr. Strange hasn't shown up yet since episode one, issue one. But Dr. Strange, Brother Voodoo, the Ancient One, um, you know, who else? Who else? There's quite a few other people. Uh, Man Thing. Oh, yes. Thank you. Magic, Wanda Maximoff. So, you know, kind of the people we know who are linked to magic. Um whether it's chaos magic or otherwise, they are now teachers or they're teaching in this academy. And so the, 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 uh, and Domomu's kid is there, Doyle Domomu. So it's guys, it, I really enjoy it. So if you, if you're into kind of those kind of high school dynamics and things like that, it's quite good. Um, so yeah, strange Academy and it's only up to issue six right now. So you can drop on that. That's it for me. Yeah, uh, oh, nice. It's very nice. I just want to make, make a point that Chris Bacow's art in my mind, it's actually even better now than when he was in Gen X. I'm enjoying the art on that book. Oh, no, now it's, it's Humberto Ramos on that. Oh, okay. okay. That's why you like it. Okay. <laughs> That's why you like okay. it. You, okay, Chris McCullough's not, ah. I was going to say. <laughs> but it's very similar. Yeah. It's, you, uh, you can see, yeah, but um, Humberto Ramos is doing it. It's really good. Um, today? Okay. So I'm definitely going to pick up Strange Academy and maybe give my feedback on that next week. Okay. Uh, for this week, we've already talked about how DC did not produce anything good. So I'm going to go back in history and recommend Naomi. So there was a news that came out recently that Naomi is getting a TV show produced by Eva DuVernay. I'm not sure if I'm too. pronouncing the name right. Eva DuVernay, yep. Yes. So she's making a TV show for this next year, but it's on CW. So. <gasps> My fingers are not. I'm not. I'm, I don't have much hope for that. You know, this is like someone baking you a cake and saying, "Look, there might be shit inside this cake." <laughs> and there might not be shit inside this cake. Question. <laughs> question. Was Stargirl on the CW or was I it? I think it was. Show? I watched it on. Uh, I watched it on Amazon no, Prime, but, but I think but it was a CW show. It was on CW. It, it was or not produced by CW. Ah, I see. If okay. that makes any sense. Okay. Okay. The guys that oversaw Arrow were part of the people that oversaw Stargirl also. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so, Belanti. Okay, go on. Yeah, Belanti, yeah. So, and they're also part of people overseeing Naomi. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so if that's the case, what I was going to say is sometimes when they, because there's all this like top tier talent that for some reason has kind of like filtered down into TV, maybe COVID is kind of giving them a wake up call. Um, and in some cases, their, their um, talent shines through. So, Pinato Prak. Um, amazing composer. She was on Stargirl, and that's part of why the music of that thing is so good. So you never oh, know, nice. Ava might do a good job. I rate Ava Duvernier anyway. I'm, I'm a big, big, big fan. Is is, Tune, is Naomi a superhero, or is she just like a? Yeah. So about Naomi, she is. It's a coming of age story. She's a superhero. She gets superpowers. So she's a normal girl in the DC universe that just gets okay. powers okay. and looks up to Superman and the rest of them. Yeah. So okay. that coming of age Spider-Man-like story where you come off, yeah. So that's what Naomi is basically about. Oh, nice. It's a short six issues comic, yeah. begin and end, yeah. And she later shows up in some parts of the DC universe. So yeah. it's a good read by Brian Bendis at his best. Yeah, I'm gonna read. 
that's a strong one. That's a yeah, strong I, one. yeah, I, um, yeah. Just to back to the up there, I, I like that sixty-two series, and it's one of the things Bendis writes quite well. I, I think he actually writes it from experience when it, those kind of characters. So yeah, it's quite a good book. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward. Um, I, did, I didn't realize it was a showing in works. Hopefully, I can. You know, that would be good. Right. So for my recommend this week, and it's not from this week, um, but it's a DC book. Uh, strangely enough, it's called Hellblazer Rise and Fall, and it's written by Tom Taylor and the artist by Derek Robinson. I think it's really good. And if you like John Constantine, you 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 like this Big book. Fan. Yeah, I mean to be honest, he's got there's two books out at the moment about there's, there's the normal Hellblazer book, and then this, there's this one. This is really good. I think Tom Taylor is one of the shining lights at DC in, in my in my in my mind. So yeah, so that that be my recommend, you know, Hellblazer. It's only two issues. Hellblazer Rise of Four. This Rise of well. Four. Okay. And it's only two issues so far, and it's also under the black label. Oh, okay. That black label, the non-canon black label. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, Constantine. Yeah. His story, really, you don't. I uh, really very sideways anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I'm reading it, I don't really think about DC Universe. Yeah, true, I just true. really focus on that. Right. Um, that's it from me. And one thing, oh, right. So, guys, everybody here, if somebody recommends something to you and you read it and yeah. you hate it, that person's got to do a default. I'm going to put this new rule in for you. <laughs> I don't know what that default is. We're going to have to work it out. Okay. Um, because, yeah, because I know I recommend one book to Kex, and Kex gave me a heart attack when he said that he thought it was rubbish. <laughs> what book was that? Planetary. But Kick was reading the wrong book. So I was reading the wrong one. <laughs> I was reading the wrong and, and I'd been I was like, this doesn't make sense. What's going on? I was so when I got to the end of that issue and I and I got the trade paperback as well. So when I got to the end of that particular issue, before I went to the other, I was like, nah, there's something wrong. I've made a mistake somewhere. <laughs> and I was raging at that. I was like, man, this is this dude, this doesn't make what 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 you wasted my time. <laughs> oh dear. All right, sorry guys, go on. That's fine. A default. Okay, fantastic. We'll yeah, so that. I think we should, yeah. So if somebody, uh, somebody comes by and really hate it, then yeah, we kind of do a little, find some fun default that we can do. Okay. Right. Um, that's it for this week's um, show. Um, so it's bye for me, Depo. Everybody else say your bye-byes. Right, guys, rate, like, subscribe. Thank you very much for joining, and we will talk to you next week. Bye from me. Sayonara, everyone. And good night. Have a nice week. Niger. Nerds. Whoa!